0: Listening to the Defending Your Divas podcast. I'm David Davila. And I am Danny Hidalgo. Danny Hidalgo, well, it's been two weeks uh oh since gosh, we've yeah. recorded, and we so cooking? much has happened in these two weeks. Like, where do we even start? Like, where should it, we start? The know, Grammys? Should we start with
1: the Grammys?
0: Yeah, we can start with the Grammys, yeah. Okay, uh, for, of course, our girl Dua Lipa got six Grammy nominations in album of the year and record of the year and song of the year nominations, yeah, as we all predicted. We predicted those exact six nominations for her, so way to go, Dua. What I didn't predict was that Beyonce, without releasing an album this year, would get nine nominations, the most we'll nominations. <laughs> 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 Only Beyonce could not release an album and still get nine Grammy nominations. Have you seen that video
1: that's like going viral this week with Beyonce? She did like some interview, I think it was for a documentary or something, where she's like, and yes, it's true, I've won 24 Grammys, but I've also lost like however many times she's <laughs> lost. And
0: I'm like... Oh, she, she's the girl. most the most awarded female artist of all time with her Grammys. Is she? That, I mean, that would make I sense. so. She's people. got, yeah. I 20, mean, who would it be if not her? 20-something Grammys. It's hard to even keep up with the yeah, amount of Grammys that she's then. won. There were some awesome shocks and some Crazy, not good shocks. I think some. You awesome know my. Shocks. You know my biggest surprise, David. I, what was your I, biggest surprise? Was the the weekend not being nominated for yes. anything? Wow. Yeah, that I was, couldn't believe it because what? literally every pundit out there, every predictor out there, even Vegas was taking bets on the Grammy nominees and they had him as like the shoe in. For record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, like chew in. I
1: didn't even. I didn't even. Not only did I think that they were gonna be that he was gonna be nominated, I was like, oh, he's gonna win everything. He's gonna like, win album song. of the year and song of the yeah. year and record
0: of the year. Like he's gonna sweep the Grammys, and he didn't even get in. Which yeah. of course, I I feel like he's right in talking shit and posting shit about the Grammys.
1: Well, it's weird too because his his album was critically acclaimed. The critics really liked the album, and not so. just critically
0: acclaimed. It was like a huge success. He oh, now yeah. has broken I mean, one, the record. Lightning, Lightning Lights. Lights was everywhere. It's now the record holder for a number of weeks on the top ten. Yeah, like I no song has ever been on the top this morning ten longer. And I was
1: like, I mean, I've listened to the before. Great song, I was like, the retro '80s I, I wave was like, this vibe. Is Such a good song. Like, it's so uh. good.
0: How could it not get nominated for Song of the Year and Record of the Year? It's. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. That, that's one Doesn't that I,
1: I, I've i tried to kind of think of different reasons. And I'm like, I don't get it. I, I do not it, understand how that could have, unless maybe he like pissed someone off in the Grammy world
0: and they blacklisted I him or something. I don't understand. There's too many people. I don't, I don't get it. So he's yeah. right in asking, and this is not the first time this has come up. This is now like the fourth year in a row where people are asking for the Grammys to make their nominating uh, process a little more transparent so that people know how it happens because it's like, it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. So I, I'm with them. I feel like the Oscars is very transparent. They tell you how it happens. It's a weighted system. You can a lot of people have adapted. Doesn't it, fair, yes, no, it Doesn't make it any more fair, but yeah, no, it doesn't because happens. of the people who are in power, right? And we know right. the processes that have that have held that power for a long time. So it doesn't make it any more fair. You're right, but at least they're transparent about it, and True. we can like yeah, yeah, we can like. try I think to there's out also been it.
1: there's also been that discussion, which I don't think they'll probably do, but I know the Oscars talked about this like five or six years ago, where they were like saying if how if they wanted people to start to see who was like who was in second who was in third who was in fourth and I'm like I don't think that that's a good idea because mm. if I was ever nominated for an Oscar and there was four nominees and I came in fourth place I don't think I'd want to know that
0: <laughs> I will tell like... you that there have been as a playwright there have been a few times where I've been up for like a playwriting award or or prize and mm. people who I know that were on the selection committee reached out to me separately and they were like oh you just barely missed it. And I don't know if that's uh-huh. good or but bad. But that's my to thing know like would like, you want to even like like
1: with the Oscars like if you were if you were gonna if you were in second place would you even want to know that? Like does that make you feel better?
0: Um I don't know. Well, it's hard to say. It's a complicated feeling because on one hand you're like, okay, I'm I'm on the road. I'm doing the right work. People are seeing me. But on the second, it's like, well, okay, but you still didn't get it. So Yeah, I I
1: get it's like I kind of I kind of relate it to audition. So I've always said this is a little bit different, I suppose. But like when I when I audition for stuff, I always say it's so much harder for me when I get really close to getting something and then not getting it rather than when I just walk in the room and they go, okay, thank you. Because then at least I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I just wasn't right for whatever they were looking for. But when I get so close, I'm like, okay, well, they liked me. Something was right about me. Then, like, so then, like, what was the problem? They, it was obviously something that they liked better about this. But you know what I mean? I don't know. It, like,
0: it, it just, I, it's harder for me when I get I get close. it. I get what you're saying. Uh, some yeah. of the uh, the Grammy positives, though, that we can shout out Um, Janae Aiko was nominated for Album of the Year, yeah, which she's was a, a big shock, as well as. Um, as well as Chloe and uh, Haley. Do I say that right? Haley or Hallie? Chloe and Haley? I think it's, I think it's Hall- Hallie. Hallie. Yeah. Chloe and Haley. <laughs> they got in too, which their album is really good. Ooh, okay. I wish that I had gonna... somebody to bump and grind to right now. With I that can't wait album. to see her play Ariel. Oh, I know. That's going to be so good. Is that? That's going to end up coming out straight to. Straight to our probably, TVs. Probably isn't it? to Disney yeah, Plus. Well,
1: I don't think they've miss- started filming yet, so maybe by the time they're done, they're ready to release it. Maybe the movie characters will
0: be back. They didn't start filming yet. I, thought they were I don't like think so. Done. Okay. Although
1: I will say, what I am curious about is, I know only one of the sisters got it, but I really do want. Because if everyone, if anyone's watched Little Mermaid, they know that they have a scene with all her sisters. So I'm like, it'd be so cool if they put her as one of the sisters, just like
0: it would be Alana, but then Regina, the Adela. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, when they have
1: you know, and then they have her that she could do little harmonies, you know, and then there is the youngest in her musical debut. Yeah.
0: Oh, I would love it. Sorry. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our guest just because she's a lot of fun. And I think I'd like to hear, we'll keep talking current events, but I just, I feel like she should just be part of this conversation. So let me go ahead and introduce (laughs) our special guest this week, because she is a 21 year old, making me feel old, 21 year old (laughs) music, enthusiast, popular YouTuber and newly found Madonna fanatic, which is why I love her. Please welcome a filmmaker, Ayana Simone. Hello.
2: hello. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on today. <laughs>
0: oh, we are so lucky to have you because I love your YouTube videos. I just love it. You know why I love it? You, re- you do the reaction videos to Madonna and other artists. But what I like about it is that Unlike some of the other reaction videos where they're just like it's just about the emotion whether they like mm-hmm. the beat, yours are like very thoughtful and intelligent. You're yeah. bringing like like the knowledge, uh, you research the era, you know a lot about filmmaking. So these are like smart reaction videos and I love that. I honestly. Yeah. Ayana, love can that. I ask you to spill a little bit of
2: tea yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I want you to be honest, because I love watching these reaction Mm -hmm. videos, but there are sometimes when I see some, not yours, but some where I'm like, there's no way that this is their first reaction. So have you ever watched a video first and then thought like, okay, I'm going to make a good reaction to this? Or is it all just legit? um,
2: No, I'm more legit. (laughs) Like, what you see (laughs) is what you get. Um, Though I will say... Um, Especially since I've started doing these Madonna reactions, because I have done like reactions to other people um, before this, um, but like at the end of August I started doing these Madonna reactions and there's just been an import of um, people like coming to watch my video and like leaving comments and things of that nature. So sometimes um, people will leave a comment and like kind of describe like stuff or different themes that happen in different videos. So I kind of know beforehand if I see a comment, but like my reaction to it is completely like genuine. Like what you see is what you get, like I said.
1: That must that must be such an interesting thing because like when you're I mean it's just so different when you're watching a reaction for the first time. Cause it because you know, you don't know or well, maybe you do. I don't know how much research you do going into it, None. but like <laughs> um it, well, but yeah, so it's interesting because like let's say, for example, Vogue by mm-hmm. Madonna, you I would assume are just watching it as just okay, this is a music video, Madonna, great. And like I'm sure if, if anyone doesn't have a great reaction to it, they're like, Do you understand like the cultural? relevance that this had like you know so it's just interesting where it's just like when you're watching it from the standpoint of like okay just but do
2: I like the song or like do
1: I like the video
2: yeah (laughs) yeah I definitely get a lot of that um I think people are very territorial when it comes to like their favorite artists which I get because like I'm the same way but um yeah I definitely do get a lot of those type of comments I'm just like (laughs) sorry (laughs) like I don't know I just don't like the song.
0: (laughs) Calm down. But I actually thought it was interesting that when you uh, watched the video for like Erotica and Justify My Love, that your favorite part of it was actually the beat. Mm -hmm. You were like, oh, this is good music. Um, But let's talk about some current events still, because we have so much to talk about. Miley Cyrus released a new album. Very Joan Jett, very 80s. Uh, she's also on the cover of Rolling Stone this week. She's posing nude in Rolling Stone with her nipples out and everything. Uh, did you get a chance to listen to that album, Daniel, or do you know any? I did. Yes, I did listen to it. What, what do you think? What, what do you?
1: I liked it. You know, I like this era of Miley. I think that she's kind of found her niche. I mean, not to say that that this is what she's gonna do all the time, but like she spent like if you've watched her live performances of "Zombie" and um, uh,
0: "Plastic Hearts," it's oh so good it's good um, I, I, I agree I feel like she's finally found her her own sound whereas she was recording other people's sounds this whole time until now yeah. she found her own sound the only thing is it's not really the sound that's like popular right now so I don't know
1: right and I do feel like it sounds like, a little bit because like bitch. when she was in the pop world doing bangers it was always she was always seen as like kind of rebellious thing but like in the rock world I think that just fits really appropriately with her
2: yeah she's, um, uh, and she, she has, has a rock voice. she has
1: she has her voice suits yeah. suits it really
2: well yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you like Dua Lipa? I do.
2: I do. I like all of her little hits, Uh, everything. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All of her little (laughs) hits. So uh, Dua Lipa did a virtual concert. She sold tickets on Ticketmaster, and did a virtual concert, Studio 2054. It was called with tons of special guests. Kylie Minogue was a guest, Miley Cyrus was a guest, Elton John was a guest. Tons of, and it was like a disco roller derby dance choreography extravaganza, but it wasn't live. Everyone thought it was gonna be like live, like a concert, but it wasn't. I think it was a bunch of different live performances stitched together, more like a music video, an hour long music video. So uh, on one hand, she's she's, out there trying to change the game, selling virtual tickets on Ticketmaster, doing a concert, uh, on the other hand, is it really a concert? Thoughts?
1: Well, did she, I don't know, did she advertise it as live? Or did she just say a live performance? Because
0: I mean, if you bought a tickets- virtual to A virtual performance... concert is what it said.
1: Okay, well, that's what you got then. She never said live. If she didn't say live, I mean, I don't know, I didn't I didn't say the thing, but if, if she didn't say live, then I mean, you
2: got what you paid for. I could see where like people would be kind of like, feel like, they rely to a little bit because like yeah I feel like when you say virtual you kind of expect like I don't know something live like something in time but like you said she didn't technically say that so well how much were the tickets that's my other question
0: yeah, that's another good question. That's yeah, a good question. A, I don't know because I didn't actually buy them. I, I watched Because I would highlights. be, yeah, because
1: I would be, I guess suppose that's true. If I paid a large amount and it wasn't live, then I'd be a little bit more like, oh, bitch.
0: <laughs> well, it I paid seemed, for <laughs> it very much seemed like it was going to be live because she had, she was selling different tickets at different times for different time zones okay. on different days. So it's it's very mm. much seemed like this is gonna be a live performance. This is the performance you're gonna see and this is the performance you're gonna see. I wonder if any super fans are like, I'm gonna go to all the concerts, you know? Oh and then God. it's like the same one over and over. Wouldn't that upset you? Yeah. Because there are yeah. fans out there that travel around the country with the artists, just going to all their shows. You know who did a
1: really great, um, kind of version of this in my opinion was um, she's a small pop artist but some, most people know her Betty Who um, she did virtual live stream concerts and each concert was a different theme so she was like this one's going to be my first album this one's going to be my second album this one I think she did like seven or eight of them and she doesn't oh, have seven or yeah I think one was then Then she did like a night full of covers then she did like a night full of that's cool uh, I like that yeah, like it was that. really really awesome I really um, and also if anyone doesn't know about Betty Who and you enjoy pop music get into her because she's great
0: it's a very like chill, it's very chill.
1: Well, she's very like not she's very like not, especially her last album it was very like 90s throwback
0: to like boy bands and Britney Spears and stuff. It's very like, <laughs> it feels... Speaking of Britney Spears, she continues to be a prisoner of her father. However, uh, and she is continues to say she's not going to release any new music or do any bit of work until she's released from her father's grasp. However, mm-hmm. She has a new single that was number one in the world uh, two days ago. Yeah. Uh, released by her father, an unreleased track and called Swimming in the Stars, which is very much a B-side. Yeah. And song, it's released like on vinyl. It's a cute song, released on vinyl and all this. It's a very much a money grab. Uh, how do you feel? Do you feel like we should be boycotting it? <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> this is, yeah, this is against her wishes. Like this is an, a, a single released against her wishes.
2: I don't know. It's. I feel like it's a hard. It's a hard thing to like say. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a really tough situation. Just a messed up situation. Yeah. So probably we probably should. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm kind of torn here.
1: Well, here's, here's my here's my thing okay. about this
2: is that I know people are like. I'm not going to
1: listen to this because this is going straight into her father's pocket and she didn't want this released and I get that.
0: And it was number one but, in the world.
1: Yes, but my question is isn't the money that we're like isn't the money that we're like by us streaming any Britney music isn't that also going to her father anyway? Like All if Britney I stream music. if I stream oops I did it again, isn't her father also technically getting that money? So like really what's the difference if you listen to other Britney music? You
0: know, yes, I guess that's true. But releasing it on vinyl, so, and releasing all her records now on vinyl. It's very Urban Outfitters. Yeah, <laughs> Urban Outfitters. It was $17 for this uh, single of Swimming in the Stars. Let's mm-hmm. say they sold, I don't know how many copies, 30,000 copies? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. That's $500,000 from this one single. that's crazy you know what's
1: also making a comeback i guess is like apparently like i went i actually was in urban outfitters yesterday and like they're selling now tapes, cassette tapes like cassette tapes (laughs) yeah
0: i i i used to hang out with this hipster and he borrowed my cassette tape player that i had from like the 90s that i just had on a shelf and uh yeah he never returned it I guess are they making them like, them again? tapes cassette are cool. Players? I'm gonna buy they're tapes. They're probably
1: they're they're probably gonna make start making them.
0: Well, movies. no. Well, nowadays your vinyl, you buy a vinyl player and it has a cassette deck and a CD and an AM radio in there and a uh, a oh. thing. Yeah, and a Bluetooth. Yeah, it's like this system now. I have one right here in the in the room. Yeah, it's got the cassette player on there. So I don't know. I don't know why you would want to listen to something on cassette. I don't know. Have you ever listened to a cassette before? You're 21. I actually years old.
2: have because my dad. um, had a Camaro, like an old Camaro that he would drive uh yes. me and my brother to school. So yeah, we would listen to cassette tapes. But yeah.
0: What cassette would you listen to? I don't even know
2: like I don't even know, but I definitely know we used to listen to cassette tapes back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> Whatever that means.
1: Back in yeah, the my mom had a my mom had a
0: really old car too, and we would always listen to Let's Talk About Love. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I had like four different copies of Madonna's Like a Prayer on cassette because I would lose them. And my mom would hide them right. and I would have to rebuy them. And then yeah, she didn't want me listening to Madonna. So just, that's not right for a little boy to be listening to that sexual woman.
1: <laughs> but my thing also, and David, you she can wrong I know was. you're because you're really into vinyls, is like honestly, like other than it being trendy, like kind of what's the point of listening to vinyls?
0: i think for me for me the point is literally just to own it in your hand like there's so it's something what, about so it's more like yeah. just to
1: have as a collectible pretty it's much.
0: it's honestly like a collectible and i have a real big problem with collectibles like i used to collect toys i collect like comics and i want to collect them all and then you're like what do i do with all this crap you end up selling it you know but honestly that's part of it so i've started collecting just my favorite albums throughout my life on vinyl and uh, just every, every year I buy a few more and I have Like a Prayer on vinyl. That was actually really hard to find because 1989, when it was originally released, was when they, is actually the same year they stopped producing as many vinyls. So not very many vinyls of Like a Prayer were ever made. And now, of course, it's been re-released, but I have one of the original vinyls. It took me years to find. My brother actually found it for me. So All going to
1: make, it's Thanks, all making bro. a comeback, all these vinyls. <laughs>
0: I think it's cool to own a vinyl just like uh, just to have it and like it's because music right is like a representation of us do you feel like music is like almost like similar to what we've think of when we think of like, what is a soul? What is a soul? And I feel like- No,
1: yeah, I think it's cool. I'm just, but I would just wanted to confirm that essentially you're buying it. Yeah, just to own it. Like that's-
0: Yeah, awesome. honestly, <laughs> I think if you had friends over, which we haven't, right, because of quarantine, but when you would have friends over to your place to just like drink or, or you know, whatever other things you do when friends come over, you would have a glass of wine and you would be like, oh, let's pull out a vinyl because we're cool and we need something to do as we sit around and uh, have this philosophical discussions. Yeah, that's what we would do. So I think that's what they're there for. It's very like communal yeah. because it does take. It, there's a you have to switch sides. You have to get up and out of your seat. I do feel yeah. like vine, like vinyl collection is a communal collection. And a yeah, there are certain albums actually. If you if anyone's if
1: anyone's interested, um, there is a Vanessa Carlton album named Rabbits on the Run. Um, it came out. I want to say like. Oh and it's like, five, who is Vanessa Carlton? <laughs> but anyway, the whole, the, the point of the the point was this, was that she actually made this album. Um, she actually made this album to sound as if it were like, she made it the same way that vinyl records were made back then. So it was actually an album that was meant to be listened to on vinyl. Um, and apparently like when you hear it, it does have that type of
0: feel. Well, to some it, so. artists are doing that now too. They're, they're releasing uh, their digital albums the way that vinyls were released. So basically like with four sides. So it's like, this is a collection of song of four songs. This is another collection of four songs, then another collection of four songs and another collection of four songs. And instead of like listening to it all the way through, uh, which some albums are meant to be listened to all the way through, like the new Black Eyed Peas album, which is kind of hot. I listened to it the other day and it was, it was kind of fire. In the meantime... <laughs> There's so much to talk about. Like so much happened in the last two weeks. Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande. Who Ariana Grande is a topic of conversation today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so maybe we should hold this topic. But Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande worked together, yes. right? Oh Santa! So, uh, oh Santa! And uh, I I don't. What did you think?
2: I loved it. I think it's amazing. The whistle tones, like the harmonies, everything is just, it's there for me. Feels- which I'm,
1: yeah, which I'm glad because, and this is the only thing I have to offer about this. I literally, so when I found out that Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande were singing a song together, I told my friend, I was like, if they don't
0: fucking hit those whistle tones, <laughs> I don't want
1: it. Because <laughs> really, what's the point? If they're like,
2: right? she,
0: she knows, knows her, it's official. She knows her. I can't believe, it. I want to know how that went down. Like, how did this go down? That's what I want to know because I yeah, really because thought Mariah that they had a few. Yeah, a little something. reluctant
1: to like talk about Ariana and like to work with her even. Because like.
0: everyone said, because everyone was calling her the new Mariah mm-hmm. Carey, and I think that really pissed Mariah Carey off, uh, hardcore. But you know what? Ariana has a new butterfly tattoo also. I don't know if anyone noticed She that. does,
1: well, a lot of... In, in, but you know what, though? In Ariana's defense, a lot of her stuff does seem like young Mariah. Even, like, especially... I think it's more, in a, like, in her image. Like, she kind of looks like a young Mariah. She can hit the whistle notes like, like Mariah does. So her singing style... Not necessarily that their voices sound the same, but her singing style. They do the whispery
0: style. little whisper Yeah, they, and,
1: you know... And I think also, breathy. if I'm not mistaken, um, you maybe... Um, Ayana, you can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think when Ariana Grande was first started, like when she did a, um like YouTube cover, she did a lot of Mariah Carey. So that's how she got famous, really. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. She like I, the first time I ever heard uh, Ariana Grande sing uh, was when she did a cover of Emotions on YouTube. Yeah, so, I,
0: which <laughs> I, I want to say that. like 25 years uh, had passed at that time that she recorded those covers or at least 20 years had passed and no one had ever covered emotions. Like no one could cover emotions. No one ever tried to cover emotions. No one was gonna touch that. And she did and sounded perfect and it put her on the map. Mm -hmm. So I could see why uh, Mariah might be offended that she was coming for her or what she did is maybe not as special anymore. The new Selena series came off. Taylor Swift is re-recording all of her masters. Taylor Dane and Tori Kelly were on The mass Singer. <laughs> Kind of desperate, I don't know. Right. Uh, and there's just too much to talk about. Oh, Marisha Wallace. Uh, Marisha Wallace, I, I mean, you got to check out Marisha Wallace if you haven't okay. yet. This, she's, uh, she, it, it's, she's a
1: Western superstar. She's a Broadway
0: singer, yeah, Broadway superstar, but she's trying to, she's been making TikToks which like propelled her to flame during fame with the young kids during quarantine. And she's had some dance hits and she just, she got, she got picked up by a major record, Decca records, which is the same record label the Beatles were on, you know? Um, and her new album just came out this week, all recorded in her living room. And it is fabulous. I got chills on one of the songs. Like, wow, this girl can really sing. Marisha Wallace. Do you like Selena? Do you know Selena Ayana? I
2: am new to Selena, actually. I just Are you did watching a, the series. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but I did just do a reaction to Selena's um Como La Flor. Um, I forget where she was. I think the it was Astrodome, her last,
0: right? Probably yes, yes, the them, Astrodome. Yeah. What did you think? It's
2: amazing. Like literally, I haven't heard a voice like that ever. It brought chills to me. Like I I just love it, everything about it.
0: Yeah, so weird to
1: like. I don't know. Selena was like such an integral part of like my life, like growing up. Like it's it's interesting that like well,
0: some people don't know her. <laughs> well, but she, she wasn't born when Selena died. No, no, know? no, no. I
1: get it. I'm not. I'm not critiquing her. It's just. It's just like funny to think. Um, I would say uh, Ayana though, if you want to know more about Selena, probably watch the movie first.
2: The movie the one with j-lo
1: the one with jennifer lopez yeah okay well there's only there's only one movie of her oh true um, yeah but then there's but the s- tv series which just came out only because that's like a more concise you know thing and then i would say if you watch the film and then think like oh i want to know even more about her then i would say like then you can start with the tv show have you guys seen the tv show i did i finished it all in one
0: day i've How started <laughs> i've seen two episodes so I'm 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 just getting into it. I'm just getting into it. Actually, we have one of the writers of the Selena series coming onto the podcast in a couple of weeks. Really? So we'll be very excited to talk to them and learn how they made uh, the series and uh, learn how they went through the process of picking what stories came through and such. And uh, we'll find out more. I I just started it. I'm I'm two episodes in. Uh, I think it's cool the way they're focusing on a little like. AB and how he learned to write songs and stuff, which actually yeah, makes say- me think that the series shouldn't end with Selena's death because this series is as much about the family as it is about her. She actually, in the two episodes I've seen, she's kind of a background character to the family, which makes me yeah, think- they talk a lot about her family, Then yeah. we need a whole season, maybe two seasons to learn what happened to the family after she died i want to know what you know ab went on to do the kumya kings and and there was legal battles and ooh i feel like we and and uh, i feel like i hope it doesn't just end when she dies
1: I will say that it's really cool to hear Selena's uh, young, like, um, I was gonna say younger, um, like, older, older music, songs like, before, that popular because, like, a lot of people who know Selena, they automatically think of, like, probably, like, her top, like, four or five songs, like, Como La Flor, Amor Prohibido, Bidi Bidi bom, bom. Right. Um, you know, and this is all of the music that came before that, and so that's really, really cool to listen to, and kind of interesting to see how her sound, like, developed.
0: Which is probably also um, why you should watch the movie first, because it's her popular songs and the show right now yeah, is just, yeah, exactly, not her exactly. popular songs. Okay. The,
1: the movie is like her most popular. Also, just like you just have to watch Jennifer Lopez and like the, the <laughs> movie a that made her star. No, I'm saying like, even if you, I don't know if you're a fan of hers or not, but like, even if you're not, that 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 will always be like her grand opus performance. Mm. Like, she will never <laughs> be able to top that. <laughs> um, like, even people, who, even people who are like, I can't even tell you how many people have been like, Jennifer Lopez is not a good actress. And then you're like, what about Selena? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, she was good
0: in that. What about Hustlers? Oh, <laughs> I saw that. What about Blue? Like, she's a good actress. She's a great actress. I mean, I, that's not how
1: I feel. I actually have liked
0: many JLo movies. <laughs> I love JLo. I love actress JLo. I think she's um, wonderful. I, I love all her cheesy movies that she puts out too. Uh, like second Manhattan. act, I love second act. Manhattan. My favorite was probably Monster in Law. Her and J Lo. Monster Fondo. in Law, yeah. J Lo gives great camp. I love that too. She's a good, she's a good, <laughs> so good. comic actress. Ayana, so tell us, yes. who are your favorite divas of all time? Obviously oh. Ariana, because that's who you're defending today. But who else?
2: Um, I love Lady Gaga. I oh, yes, yes. Um, recently I they're new but Chloe and Hallie, I just yes. absolutely love that new album it is just everything and a side of fries like I just it's yeah. it's just they're just
1: those can like, girls can like them they're really not that new I think
0: right they've already had like they've been years. on the scene for they're a while new. they're yeah. like 16 years old they're, that's that's no, they're not how old are they
2: <laughs> like 20 like, why in they like 20s but didn't,
0: like
1: wasn't their, yeah but wasn't their first album when they were like 15 or something <laughs> It was a couple of years ago I think.
2: Yeah.
0: But they're just barely starting to break out into mainstream.
2: I yes, feel like this true. album it like really got them out there. But of course, you know, they are like they've been mentored by Beyonce, so I feel like they are already going to have a great path to stardom it's just, yeah, just they're, the they're start to go
0: they're gonna yeah, be fine for sure <laughs> do they write all their own music I don't know enough about yeah
2: them I think they they write all their music and they produce it too wow like they do everything which I love just blows a, my mind
0: yeah I love when an artist is like has their like in charge of their own career their own agency I think they'll have a much longer career that way so that's really <laughs> exciting to hear
1: more and more nowadays I don't actually feel like you see a lot of pop stars well maybe like that like don't write anything and like only say like i don't i don't feel like that's the norm anymore
0: <laughs> <Demi Lovato. laughs> well, she writes
1: doesn't she I'm
0: i am not sure she wrote I'm that new song Yeah, band,
1: but I, she writes some of her stuff doesn't she
0: uh I, I think i i think she does write a little bit of it but i don't know okay.
1: I mean, again, it wasn't critiquing that, but simply saying I think like in the 90s, there was a lot of people who didn't write their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now I feel like if you don't write, it's fine, whatever. But like, I don't feel like that's, I feel like that's a rare, like you're not uh, in the norm anymore. Like, that's, I think it's rare.
0: Yeah, I agree that it's, it's weird. It's a changing landscape, but people need to write their own songs because yeah even the all the big machines you know, the of songwriters girls. are not out there anymore the
1: yeah because like even all the pop girls the main pop girls i think um write a lot of their does ariana write i don't
0: know she writes all yeah. her stuff yeah she
1: doesn't write all of her stuff does
2: she
0: no she yeah writes, she writes some of her stuff no she writes it all oh, co-write. yeah
2: <laughs> oh okay okay now yeah yeah i think before you, ariana yeah i don't think before she wrote a lot but in recent years recent albums yeah
0: Okay. Uh, I love that. Beyonce doesn't really uh, anymore, does she? When Beyonce first started, she did. She was a co-writer in all those early Destiny's Child. You know Child what? I'm going to say something. Album.
1: I'm going to say something about Beyonce, and it might sound a little shady, but that's okay. She's never going to hear this. Um Ooh, <laughs> Alexander. Our, uh, <laughs> no, but I had a friend. I had a friend. Um, I had a friend <laughs> when I was like... Um, 2425 he was like an up and coming songwriter in new york and he started to work with a lot of people and he said a lot of not just beyonce but he said a lot of pop stars do this where they're like if you sing if you want me to sing your song you have to give me a writing credit and he said that beyonce is like the biggest culprit of that um, really? not saying that she doesn't write or anything she i'm sure she writes some of her stuff but he did say that beyonce is like it's like was very known that she's like doesn't actually write that much but like
0: this is a very like malicious uh, rumor i don't know uh, if i could believe this (laughs)
1: listen beyonce if you hear this i still love you you make a bajillion dollars more than i ever will in my entire fucking pinky you're so talented (laughs) but it was like
0: her early stuff before she had like the authority to do that where she was writing those songs like bills 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 and and all those great destiny's child songs I
2: almost feel like she might be the one person that doesn't have to write their own songs. Like, she's art. Yeah,
1: I mean, it doesn't, I, again, I don't, it doesn't take away, you know, it's, if someone yeah. could literally tell me that Beyonce writes none of her stuff, and I would still be like, okay, she's still amazing. She doesn't yeah. write, but like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, uh, you were talking about Lady Gaga. So uh, what's your favorite Lady Gaga era? I mean, all of them?
2: Art pop? I don't know. Everything. Ooh, art pop. Yeah, like the first
1: one that didn't say the fame monster. Everyone says the fame monster. Really,
2: I mean, I I almost feel like I wasn't. I'm like a new Lady Gaga like fan. Um, Oh, when? How
0: did this come come about then?
2: So I actually saw her in a Stars Born. uh, (gasps) What was that? 2018. Mm
0: -hmm. Because like
2: you know, I've heard I've you know all of her hits have always been playing on the radio, so I knew all of her hits. But when I saw her in The Stars Born, it just, like, completely mobilized things for me. I loved her in that movie. I think she did an excellent job. Um, the music was great. I love the soundtrack of that movie. And that's what really got me into her. And then I went and watched her documentary on Netflix. And I was like, wow, she's oh, yeah. incredible. I feel
1: like she got a new, like a whole. I think you've talked about this, David. I feel like a Stars Born gave her like a whole, like rebranding of image, like kind of. Yeah, she needed it. Um, Because I was the same. I'm kind of the same as Ayana. I've always known Lady Gaga, obviously, and I've always liked her music. But I think it wasn't until, not necessarily because of Star is Born, but it was around that era when I started to like really be like, you know, she's actually really, really talented. Like I've actually, I think also because I always found that she in the early years took herself a little too seriously, where I was always like, girl, calm down, like just relax. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, really, like sometimes when she would talk about her music, there was always like, I felt like a sense of like self-importance to her. And I feel like just with her getting older and like, I feel like she's just kind of mellowed out and just realized that, yes, she is very talented and she can just let that speak for itself um
2: yeah i totally agree because i think in the earlier days she was using you know this persona like using all the crazy uh wardrobe things to kind of like project her into the limelight and i think she reached a point where she was like you know i don't need to do this anymore i can just be just be exactly. And that's when I think people really started resonating. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's when I started to be like, Oh, okay. I can actually like, I can actually like fuck with her a little more now.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, that, that whole creating a larger than life persona, that's just drag. And I think she's been very vocal about the fact that she used drag to become larger than life and become a superstar. I mean, she was, she was one of the first, uh, her appearing on drag race, as a guest in full getup, I think really propelled Drag Race into the mainstream. That's when they finally won their their Emmys and started to win their Emmys after that. So yeah, I think, yeah, I, I get and she's that. Ta- and she's talked a lot about, more,
1: more now, she was a little reluctant to when she first started, but she's pretty much fully admitted that Lady Gaga was a character, like, you know, that she was playing.
0: Yeah, and and she had a friend that she performed with, Lady Starlight, and they had like, they, that, who told her she needed to have a persona if she was going to try to make it. And it makes sense, because who, how would a little Stephanie Germanotta, little kind of generic Italian New York sounding girl who plays piano uh, down in the village, how many of our friends do we know that are like that? And she uh, tried have to do talent? that. And it didn't yeah, happen. no, and she did, but it wasn't yeah. until she started like, performing her piano but in a bikini with a fancy name and then started doing weird things with paint and, and fake blood on stage that people started paying attention and uh, she got signed. So it's, it's honestly, it, it is just like what can you do to get people's attention to break through to the next, I don't know. It's really hard. It's really hard for, there's so many talented people out there that never do make it. So shout out shout out to her so you're so like art pop most people consider that her worst album but that's what you love
2: i mean i just love I don't know, justice I for just art pop right <laughs>
0: okay
2: because for, for me um i feel like i like a lot of music that people don't like um but it's probably because i just respect art as art i think that there's beauty in everything like literally every single thing in this world there's you can find beauty in it and so like if you sat there and banged two pots together i'd be like wow that is something <laughs> spectacular like i don't know like i just i love anything ex- experimental i just love when people just try things and go against the grain and just are themselves. i don't know
0: hmm. love that and how do you feel about the r kelly duet that's on that album is that too controversial to ask about
2: um i will never listen to anything r kelly ever uh again uh yeah that's that's where i stand with that Mm -hmm. i'm just yeah
0: yeah it's too bad because that that's like uh, was one of my favorite lady gaga songs and has she re-released it 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 with anyone else it it
1: was a good song
0: i feel like we need a version that's not with him she has, the, she has, a version she has? With Aguilera. oh yeah with Christina Aguilera yeah. is that available
1: on Chris I Me? think so I don't think it's a. I think it's available like as a single I don't think they replaced okay. the album part of it well but, yeah.
0: I'm gonna have to replace my Lady Gaga play, put that on my Lady Gaga playlist because I don't think it's on there right now thank you for bringing that to my attention um uh... <laughs> What other divas do you like?
2: Rihanna. I don't know. If she- yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes.
0: A <laughs> well, this love- is a, a contentious point. We we are here at the Defending Your Diva podcast. We'll honor anyone that our guests decide to call a diva. Really just like female and female pop singers. That's and why it's singers. called Defending Your Diva, not yeah, Defending The, the Divas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love Rihanna. I love her um, anti-album. Like. Ugh. So good, so good. You know, That's been five um, years ago. Yeah, I think it was That's her last yeah, album. Yeah, I think it was released in 2016. So yeah, she hasn't given us any anything since then. Uh, we're kind of starving, but you know, it it is what it is at this point. <laughs>
1: and she's one that i'll and I'll say this quickly she's one that she can i feel like she's gone away for five years and like most people you go away for five years people kind of just stop caring i genuinely believe that if she released an album tomorrow that would go through like it would i oh, mean absolutely. granted assuming that it's a good album uh, i feel like it would do really really well like people still are really hungry for mm-hmm. um Rihanna that might be because you know she was smart and when she did decide to take a little bit of a break she still left us with like a whole career of music because people forget Rihanna was literally releasing album like year after year after year after year after year so i mean i feel yes. like she's
0: earned I agree with you but I, I feel it fading though i feel it fading because we'll, the little we'll we'll, ten, we'll the little 10 11 year old girls don't know who Rihanna is but all the 20 to 30 year olds do we do we definitely do so we would support but it's it's just that thing is she's gonna have to work to recapture that audience the young kids who actually are the biggest buyers of albums and streamers of music are the yeah. young kids they kind of rule the market for the most part so anytime a singer goes away for a time they they have to recapture that generation they can't always do it so i hope that she can she'll always have us i you know we're gonna yeah. run she's together. also
1: talked about why the, the reason why she's taking so long is also because she doesn't want to just release an album she wants to like have music videos she wants a tour she wants to like do it right um whereas i think a lot of people are like girl just release it like come on release it already and she doesn't i Which, think she's yeah she and you know wants taylor, to have a whole era
0: but like taylor swift yeah. has proven that you don't have to and ariana grande too has proven that you don't have to you don't have to do that. You could just release an album, girl. Yeah, but she like, wants just... to. What?
2: <laughs> you know, I I actually respect Rihanna, like, um, diversifying her, just, like, not putting her eggs all in one basket and going out and doing Fenty Beauty and going out and doing, you know, the lingerie line. Because I feel like, I mean, she can. She, she can do it, so, like, why not do it? Why not take the time? And like you said, people are still going to be hungry for her music whenever she does come around and release it yeah fenty
1: also was such a smart endeavor i mean this is the last thing i'll say because i, I kind of want to talk about ariana grande but mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um fenty was smart because she not only released that but like so both of my roommates are um are makeup artists and like they like that is a legit uh line now like people who don't even care about rihanna by fenty mm-hmm. um you know she's really like made a name for herself in that market and like i'm just like you know what kudos to her and she was smart she made it you know what she she like put herself in a kind of an area that she knew needed help um you know and like people were hungry for it and she gave it and it's a good product um and I'm, yeah go girl
0: go girl i'm i'm here for it people are making a lot of money off of beauty like we should have gotten into beauty <laughs> <laughs> but even like <laughs> drag queens now, and Gen- stuff jennifer making- lopez
1: just uh jennifer lopez just announced uh, i don't know if it's a If it's a makeup line or if it's a skincare line or both but i know she i know she at least announced a skincare line yeah she's She's late
0: no jennifer lopez
1: oh lopez okay okay. which makes sense because everyone always asks her about like her skin Um,
0: yeah it's weird that she didn't do it 10 years ago actually but um yeah interesting okay so um we, we we came here to defend Ariana, who I think <laughs> needs some he needs some major defending on this podcast because so many people come on this show and 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 uh, tear her down or call her their most overrated artist. Which oh, really? we didn't ask you who your most overrated artist is.
2: I feel like I don't I don't know how where you guys stand on this but um Girl, I'll just say it. Everyone has Everyone sorry. has said
0: a hundred
1: It's always controversial. Everyone has said like one of our faves at one point so don't <laughs> worry.
2: Sorry, but for me it's Taylor Swift. Okay. Sure.
1: Oh, she's she's one of the most common. People really? say a lot, Yeah. Yeah. I think I, people D- David, who's the mo- I think it's Taylor Swift and probably Selena Gomez is the other that people That say was them. my other option. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe followed by like Katy Perry, I'm not sure. Mm.
2: Um, I just feel but, like Taylor Swift has a lot of hype around her, and I think she's a, a an incredible songwriter. But I just don't necessarily like understand the hype because I don't think that she is necessarily a vocalist. And the most respectful way possible. Yeah. I, yeah, I
1: found that I think that from what I've seen, kind of the pattern that I've seen of the people who named Taylor Swift is it's like they seem to have a certain which is not a bad thing, you know, we all have um, they seem to have a certain image in their mind of like what a diva is supposed to be to them. Um, so I think when we think of Taylor Swift, because no one can really deny she's a wonderful songwriter mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, yeah, she that's has the like, one
0: thing everyone seems to say. Everyone like, says, yeah she's, she's a, great a great songwriter, songwriter. Uh, she's a great poet. But I think it's just but... like a thing where, where a lot of those <laughs> yeah.
1: people don't want they don't necessarily just want like oh she's like a cute girl who makes good songs and like can play guitar <laughs> like you know what i mean like they want yeah. they want more than that and i'm not saying that taylor swift isn't more than that but um i don't know i think she's just so not outwardly like a grandiose beyonce or rihanna or you know um Even, like, a Katy Perry, who's, like, bigger than life in her imagery and, like, you know, stuff like that. So Or Dua Lipa, who's just given all of the, you know, everything. So, I I get it.
0: But, um, yeah, but there's a lot of, like, girls and gay guys out there that aren't extra, and I guess they feel seen by... Taylor Swift for being all like Um, I'm going to sit in the corner and write a song about being lonely or something I don't know I don't know but Taylor Swift is I think she is the most brought up Overrated diva, which is interesting because she's so big and so popular. The so, the same Selena writer that I that I mentioned that is going to come on our podcast soon. Uh, he's going to be defending Taylor Swift. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be an interesting uh episode, I think. Tune in for that one. <laughs> but here's the thing: yes, Selena Gomez has brought up a lot too, but I would say the third most brought up is Ariana Grande. And I'm gonna call him out right here in front of you, Ayana, because Daniel, my co-host. <laughs> Claims that Ariana Grande is overrated, which I'm an Ariana stan. On. Wait, so wait. we fight about we fight about this all the time yeah. because I. So I'm not. By I, the way, cl- that's
1: fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna backtrack. I've said it. Yes. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but Ariana, what I have also said, whenever I have said this, is I said you will never hear me say that she's not a good singer. Mm-hmm. You will never hear me say that um, she's not talented um i've found uh, and i've also said that i i said this two or three episodes ago it's recorded so you can you can there's proof that i said she is slowly starting to grow on me i do still think that i i don't quite get why she is so famous and i think that that's just because her imagery for me personally i've always found it to be like just a little bit boring um you know, but that's just me. I mean, I still rock out to some Ariana Grande songs. I was at the gym today, and "Into You" I play that all the time. That's my on my gym playlist. Um, so yeah, no, she is growing on me. I think um, I don't know. Maybe just her. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, had too many Ariana Grande songs. Maybe that's it. That has like spoken to me on a personal level. Um, but you know, I think I think she's doing it right, and I'm also very. I will say, I was disappointed with her with her last most recent album. Um, really. I was, but I'm very, I'm still, with that being said, I am still very interested to see like where her career is going to go. And I like that she has this thing that she's done that I don't think any other pop star has done before her, which is like, she's releasing albums so quickly after yeah. one another. I love that um, because um, hopefully that like other pop stars take notes that I'm like, you don't have to wait four years. <laughs> Just give us a new album, girl. Right. Um, so yes, but
2: uh, Ayana,
1: plead your case.
2: I think that Ariana Grande is everything in a bag of chips. Um, And I think for me, it's because I have watched her um, grow into the star that she is. I remember, I don't even know how many years ago it was now, but she was on this Nickelodeon show called Victorious. Um, That's where I think a lot of people first kind of... uh, Knew about her from. I know she was on Broadway before that, but Victorious was like her real big, you know.
1: Thrush, wasn't she? Did that? Didn't she do that show? Was it Sam and Cat, Sam and Ken yep. or Sam and Cat? Sam or and Cat. That was after yeah.
2: Victorious. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I watched that show and I just thought that she could. She was amazing on that show because it was a like a musical type of show. And so then, you've been a
0: fan since she was like since you were like small and we're watching her yeah. on on TV. That yeah. was like Hillary Deaf to me. <laughs> <laughs> Very different type of artists, but. Yes.
2: But yeah, I think that's why I have such a affinity uh, towards Ariana because I just I've watched her grow into this big star that she is, and I feel like I have you know been along for the journey and I'm connected, and I just think that she's done some wonderful, amazing things in the last few years specifically. Um, like you said, she's been releasing loads of albums every it's been three albums in three years um just giving us so much content to go off of and this is not even including like EPs or like singles and collaborations um and I just think she's killing it right now I saw her live um in 2019 at Lollapalooza in Chicago and I just was (laughs) my I just had no words she was absolutely fantastic and i think that she is probably one of if not the best uh vocalists of this new generation
0: oh wow those are all I mean, strong mean, vo- vocal, Vocally, big, I would, yeah, yeah. Vocally, I <laughs> she's got her gloves on those are all strong uh uh at- you know things to say. Well, vocally,
1: Sorry. I wouldn't really argue. I mean, I can't really argue with that. Who would top her vocally? Just vocally yeah. speaking, I don't really know who would top Ariana Grande currently. Yeah, I mean, that's again, I've never said she's a bad singer. I've always said she has. She's an incredible vocalist. Um, what do you think about Ariana? Because I do realize one of the other points that I used to say, which David has argued with me with me on this point a lot, is I've said that I one of my issues also with Ariana Grande was I felt like she was a very now artist in that I maybe one or two songs, but I felt like overall for the amount of music she's had, I can't really think of too many Ariana Grande songs. And I'm, I'm more than happy to be proven wrong as the years go by. I can't really think of too many songs that I think like, this is a song that people are still going to be listening to 30 years from now. Do you know what that, do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, there's a
1: few, there's like one, like, thank you next. Cause that was more of a cultural moment.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think she's still, she's still young. I mean, she's still like, I don't even know, 27, 28. Um, She's still really, you know, getting into this career. So I think she has the opportunity to make some of those hits that are going to be solidified in time. Um, But I think you also have to look at, is there any like new artists right now making hits that are everyone's going to know? i don't know yeah, and, I
1: su- and i suppose that you know that's kind of something that it's really neither here nor- i'm I'm like critiquing my own point i suppose <laughs> but like uh it's kind of something that's just like neither here nor there because like i mean i remember so i don't know if you know but i'm a big Katy perry stan okay. and i remember when teenage dream came out people were saying like this is an album that in five years no one's going to be listening to and <laughs> it's been like uh, well, I think it just really—I think it just got its tenth anniversary, and people are still listening to it. I so, want to, yeah, but the point is that it's just something that
0: you can't—you you don't know either way. I'm just gonna have to wait and see. So yeah, I want to yeah. bring up a point which you've used several times: is that in in the late '80s, and I was alive then, uh, people would say that no one was gonna be listening to Madonna in 30 That's years. That's true. Yes, that and is we are true. Yeah. On you know, they would say, "Oh, Lauper <laughs> is a real artist, and Madonna, no one's gonna be listening to her songs. She's, she'll be forgotten in a, in." so many years and and we're literally on a zoom call with someone who is just discovering still listening (laughs) to her music that's true but to be fair david i I think with madonna that's more
1: so because she was able to not saying that ariana grande won't but that's more because like madonna was able to reinvent herself so many times and madonna i think is probably the best pop star more than almost anyone that was able to change with the times Um, and she, I mean, Cher has discussed this, uh, too about Madonna, where she was saying like, she could see a trend coming before it was even coming and she like got on that trend. Um, so I think that if we were just looking at Madonna and just the spectrum of like her first two albums, then yeah, I suppose it would be easy to be like, okay, this is going to be like, not an artist that's really going to become anything other than just an artist of her time. So she was smart. Um, and I think Ariana Grande, yeah, by the looks of it, she's being pretty smart too. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested She's got me interested, I'll say that. I I, I don't hate her.
0: <laughs> I I do think that her songs, not just that, but Ariana Grande is a historical figure at this point. She had a terrorist attack at one of her concerts. Like, Well, David, like,
1: but what does that have to do with anything?
0: It has to, I feel like it has to do because that's going to be, it sucks I mean, that's awful. that it happened. I'm not saying like I feel no, terrible that No, I know, it that sucks that it, happens, that it but happened. Like... But when you're talking about, uh, especially in... England and the UK, Brexit happened because of those terrorist attacks. Like the reason Brexit happened is because of the string of terrorist attacks. And Ariana Grande, one of them happened at an Ariana Grande show. Like she's at this point a historical figure. That's that, and also all of her romantic relationships. She's she's a tabloid queen, which to me makes her the, like the Marilyn Monroe tabloid-wise of this era. You know, so she is gonna. She's a cultural icon. And 30 years from now, they're still going to be talking about that.
2: And I was going to say... And the say, music comes along with that. Um, going oh, back to like fine, Madonna, uh, I think... I was thinking about this the other day. I think the reason why, like today, people are discovering her and are just cl- latching onto her is because she did so many things that were iconic she did she had so many firsts she was always the first to do something or you know she had these moments that are stuck in history if that makes sense and I think that's a very like that's a very important part of someone lasting the test of times they have to do stuff that is revolutionary and I'm not saying like that Manchester um attack was re- re- revolutionary that was absolutely horrible but it is a thing that we're going to remember because it has changed how people go to concerts and safety and things uh, of that nature
0: yeah that sucks yeah, you're right when when I wasn't I
1: wasn't suggest I wasn't suggesting that in 20 years nobody will remember Ariana Grande that's not what I meant
0: well um <laughs> to further your point I that's not what I meant <laughs> When we went, when I went to see Ariana Grande in concert in 2019, I had to. We had to put all of our things in separate little plastic bags, and uh and or you wouldn't be allowed in the concert. And so there were people on the streets like selling plastic bags because you would show up mm-hmm. to the concert and you didn't know that when you got there. Like you had to go through so much security, like you were going to uh, get on a plane to go to this Ariana concert because of unfortunately the Manchester attacks. But you're right, it it did change concerts in general and. Uh, and it sucks that because it, a bombing is actually an actual act of revolution. So it's revolutionary in the actual definition, which sucks. Um, Okay, I brought this conversation way (laughs) down. (laughs) But I think that you can't separate those two things. Like you can't separate the public figure from the art. Does that make sense historically? So in other words, (laughs) we talk about, Marilyn Monroe because Marilyn Monroe is a cultural icon her the art she made survives like the seven-year itch still plays on tv all the time it was on yesterday my dad was like oh what's on oh it's the seven-year itch starting Marilyn Monroe you know what I mean like those things survive just because the icon itself survives and I think that Ariana Grande is going all everything she worked on is going to be discovered by the next generations. Cause they're gonna look at this and go like, wait, why was Brexit happened? Oh, a string of attacks. One happened at a pop concert. Who's, who is Ariana Grande? And then with that, her art survives. I, I think like just making down on the list and Madonna in the same way, like you said, all her work against AIDS and literally just being the, the being the first woman to, you know, do so many sexual things, watching your video, Ayana, reacting to erotica video and you're like wait can you make this video that was 30 years ago and it's still 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 to this day you're shocked by it
2: yeah it's it's just because like it's not that normalized but she still did it and she did it 30 years ago which blows my mind that she had the the courage to do that because I feel like now we have in a way we've moved towards a more sexual like visual content. Um, And even that was still shocking to me she did that 30 years ago.
0: You said something in in your video when you were watching that, that really spoke to me when you were talking about uh, why is a woman's body shocking? Like there's Mm -hmm. more than half the population is of the the world is female. So why is it just shocking? What's shocking about a woman's body? In America.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the question. That is the million-dollar question, because, um, like you said, every it's a body, but it's because of like the way that women's bodies have been sexualized historically, um, that it's such it presents such a a problem, I, I guess to say, and it's it's really not a problem, but it's made a problem. I don't know if that made any bit of sense. But... It
0: does. It does. It, it does make sense because, in cult- culturally, a lot of men like to claim agency over female bodies. And really, mm-hmm. what was revolutionary about Madonna was just the fact that she literally said, "No, I'm going to take agency over my own body." And you want to sexualize my body? No, I'm going to sexualize my own body. Oh, are you shocked? Like, is that shocking that I can claim sexual agency over my own body? And that is probably the biggest thing Madonna ever did. You know, a hundred years from now, if all her songs are forgotten, I feel like that's the one that thing won't that Madonna like, yes. did. <laughs> it could happen. How many songs from a hundred years ago do you remember?
1: Well, you kind of, I guess you remember, you know what? I feel like a lot of those artists- 1920, some
0: songs are 1920. Well, yeah, but I feel like those those songs songs are going to last, not necessarily
1: because the song is going to have such an enduring thing based on the artist itself, but I feel like through covers and stuff.
0: Right, which is Uh, uh, interesting you brought that up. I was talking to one of our listeners on DMs who uh, was really upset that Miley Cyrus covered a Britney Spears song, Give Me More and he thought that that was disrespectful and she should allow the original, he should, that Miley Cyrus should respect the original song, Gimme More. And my argument was no, the way that songs survive past the original artist is only if people cover them. If no one covers your song, your song will be forgotten you know i mean there's so many there's actually so many popular
1: songs that people don't even realize is a cover yeah you know uh whitney houston's done that a few times with that. i will always love you the greatest mm-hmm. love of all i actually i'll call on myself i didn't even know the greatest love of all was a cover until like mm-hmm. two or three years ago <laughs> yeah. um
0: you know i didn't
1: know that um all by myself by celine dion that's I a no cover. That, that was a cover until mm-hmm. like fairly recently um, there's several there's, several
0: of, of Celine's songs are covers too several of Mariah's big hits are covers yeah
1: yeah it's it's good too because there's certain songs that will make you see the song in a different way you know when they when you know um artists cover it sometimes there's there there's certain i mean have you guys haven't you guys ever had an experience where like you didn't even like the original song and then somebody else covers it and you're like oh oh I like definitely this. absolutely <laughs>
0: like, a good artist yeah. would do that i think so that's the question. And I think people should want those covers um, for, you may not be a Taylor Swift fan, but if you go listen to Ryan Adams, he covered the entire 1989 album and it's mm. fantastic. He covers the Taylor whole Swift. album. 1989. Yeah, Taylor Swift is gonna be an artist, by the way, that I'm sure many of her
1: songs are gonna be covered throughout the years. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: they'll probably be better, right? When, uh, yeah. I mean, I, it just I, depends. I don't I actually like Taylor Swift I I really love well really I just love two albums specifically I love Red and 1989 wasn't a I like big her. fan cool. of of, I like Taylor Swift. of of some of the other. I think but. you have
1: to listen anybody who hasn't listened to the song all too well one of the best pop songs in like the last like 10 years I uh, that is a <laughs> hill I'm happy to die on
0: except <laughs> it's not budget. really a pop song it wasn't like played on top 40 or anything it's a
1: it's an acoustic pop song but it's like a it's um i think actually a lot of critics have since said that it it's widely regarded as the best taylor swift song like ever um critically speaking um and it is it is wonderful i was okay like, back wow.
0: to ariana yes. her ponytail specifically why do you feel <laughs> so strongly about defending her ponytail look. That's really iconic. That's really iconic. At this point, it's iconic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I just feel like
2: it's a part of her. When you see a ponytail, like when someone wears a long ponytail, you just think Ariana Grande. Like, oh, that's they're imitating Ariana Grande. I don't know. It's just, it's a thing. Didn't she, didn't,
1: my thing about that is, didn't she, I mean, you, you know more about this than I would, didn't she say originally a few years ago that she was only wearing it consistently because she had damaged her hair so much and then yeah. she was waiting for it to grow out and then yeah. but now she's still rocking it yeah so I'm like,
2: well. yeah it, it became like an icon but yeah i think originally from like the victorious and salmon and cat she was having to dye her hair red every right. week or whatever so her hair was damaged from that and then when she started doing the music she needed a hairstyle and the ponytail extensions. Well, I hope she—I
1: hope she doesn't have to experience like the—you know—it's like when Katy Perry cut her hair and then everyone's like, "We don't like you anymore." I don't think she will, though. Ariana Grande's fan base is pretty good, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think what's interesting about the ponytail and what's interesting about a lot of Ariana is because maybe because she's so small and looks so young, yeah. she's like infant—I can never pronounce this word—infantil infantilized, infant. <laughs> well, you know what she mean. <laughs> she's, like, infantilized a lot, right? Like, people yeah. kind of treat her like a little girl or, like, look at her like she's a little girl. But there's some sort of... A, but then when she dresses sexual and stuff, um, I mean, she's definitely not a little girl. So the ponytail... Well, she,
1: she's already, like, 26, 27, isn't she? I think she's 28. Oh, okay, look at that.
0: Yeah.
1: What about her tattoos
0: that she didn't bother, uh, I guess, checking... <laughs>
2: yeah that was kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what to say about that, that yeah
0: that what song okay what song do you think to prove danny wrong in 30 years people will be still listening to definitely thank you next
1: yeah i said thank you next
0: uh, well i know that's why I, I'm, I'm backing you up definitely thank you and next, into, so. and
1: i will say into you because it's just a great pop song
2: yeah or maybe like dangerous woman I don't
1: know.
0: Dangerous don't Woman is that whole album to me is like underrated. I will
1: say there is one there is one Ariana Grande song. It's not famous. She never released it as a single, but I was it came on my uh, like uh, it was recommended to me on Spotify and I was like, "Damn, this is a good ass song." It was <laughs> from, I think it was from her first album. Anyway, it's called Piano. Such a good boppy song. Like, literally, it just has the. I could write a song on my new piano. I could sing oh, yeah. about loving. And they have like this just this background of the like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> and it's such a fucking good bop. Love it. Justice for piano.
0: <laughs> Justice <Yes>. for piano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bottom. sorry. I I'm not, a, I'm not a a, like, I, can,
1: I can I can admit the girl has talent and she she has a good uh, Oh, you know what? I will say I, I will say um speaking of covers, this isn't it's not a cover because it's still her song. But I heard a um so one of the popular things now that you can do, it's really easy to do now on YouTube is that you'll take like the basically like the a cappella version of an artist and then like you'll do your own instrumental to it. Um, that's how a lot of they, that's how they do a lot of fan made acoustics. Um, and I heard a fan made acoustic to One Last Time by Ariana Grande, and it was like probably the most beautiful thing I've
0: ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was Whoa. Like, so, Whoa.
1: like, okay, so Ariana changed. really
0: is growing on you.
1: Yeah, well, because they it, it was like this really slow piano version, and that was what I was talking about. Where when I heard a different version of it, I was like, oh, this song is actually like really sad like when i was listening to the lyrics because it was like i said it was a really slow i was like this is actually mm. like a really heartbreaking song mm. um well, and it made me like the song you. when i didn't i had heard the song before and i was like okay whatever which is like how i had felt about most of her stuff and i was like okay yeah it's like a cute song but like yeah you're not really giving me much uh and then that song made me like love it
0: well maybe there'll be a cover of it so what other songs uh ayana
2: i love everything from the new album uh i really love Ooh. Have you guys listened to the new album? Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of I didn't. Course. No, but I didn't. It's
1: not that I thought it was a bad album. I just, I told David, I just felt like so when she came out with Thank You Next, I had said, "Oh, I'm really interested to hear like where she's gonna go next with her sound." Um, and I just felt like it was kind of just like the same. I didn't. She hasn't feel like changed her sound
0: yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I just felt like she hadn't changed. So that's why I was disappointed. Not because I thought the album was not a good album, just because I was kind of hoping that she would kind of switch it up a little bit more.
2: I can feel that. Yeah. I think in these last three albums, um, she's, I really still feel like she's experimenting with her sound a bit because, yes. um, what was it, Sweetener? I think that came out in 2018. That was a really different album for me. It was different from the stuff she released previously. I feel like it was less of a vocal album, maybe. I don't know. Um, Which is like, ironic,
1: because that's the one that won her the Grammy.
2: I know. I know, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people didn't like that album. Again, I liked it, but like there are songs on there that I'm like, mm, that wasn't it. That's the, uh, what, what album is that? Oh, that's, that's
1: the a good song No Tears Left to
0: Cry. Yep. No yeah, No Tears to Cry, God yeah. is a Woman, Breathe mm-hmm. In.
1: Oh, okay yeah, yeah okay no. yeah
0: there's a lot of good songs on that album there's, oh but yeah. pete davidson is on that album yeah
2: i actually
0: like that song but yeah but this is part of why i feel like she's gonna stay iconic like she's she's it got her love life out in the public like yeah marilyn monroe like jennifer lopez did like uh mm-hmm. madonna did in the so 80s so many people
2: like especially in like thank you next like she just listed yeah. them all off from that. i mean again i'm interested to see what
1: she did next. also david didn't you say I, I don't i think it was in our last episode where didn't you say you you felt personally like that kind of sound that she has right now like the pop r&b they're kind of phasing out of that now that's kind of slowly well right now i feel like
0: we're seeing down. a big i feel like we're seeing a really big movement uh, towards disco latin sort of hip-hop mm-hmm. pop and mm-hmm. uh like yeah and then and then like um this sort of like I don't even know the correct I don't know the correct term but what like um baby and, and Juice World and like that sound yeah like and that I emo won- type like of- alternative yeah, yeah. kind of like alternative rap. like alternative rap is that what we- I don't know what you would yeah. call it but kind of, maybe, um like I don't know what it's called, but those are the three biggest things I feel like right now. So yeah, okay. Ariana is still at the top uh, with this uh, sort of R&B slow down sound. But I feel like that was huge, you know, last year and the year before. And that's fading out. And if she I'm a little worried that if she doesn't change her sound for the next album, like it'll 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 yeah. not be it. Like because sure she will. disco is becoming so huge and. Like you said, alternative rap, and um, yeah, I'm just uh, that. I just said I was worried, uh, but I do, I do like this album. I do like the last three albums. I feel like it's a trilogy. It feels like Sweetener, Thank You Next, and uh, God, what's the name of it? Positions is it the name of the album yeah. too? Yeah, God, I'm so dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long quarantine, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, positions positions huh huh. so what uh, I'm going back to Madonna now just because I'm interested what made you go and listen to Madonna videos or like what's making you react to these Madonna videos
2: that is such a good question and honestly I wish I had a long contrived answer but um really I just it just came up out of the blue one day I was like I've heard a lot about Madonna you know just throughout the years like I've just heard that she did crazy things back in the day but I've never actually like went and checked out any of her music so I was like why not why not just do a Madonna Mm -hmm. reaction and then from there it just all blew up so So now that you you, now that you're kind of starting to get a little more of a following
1: from that how do you decide like is it just like the comments just say hey react to this and then you're kind of like okay sure whatever or do you have like a specific like because I'm sure there's certain people that are like react to this and you're like I don't want to react to that that's boring
2: (laughs) or like you know Yeah, like, um, I kind of go off of the comments, but I also am trying to kind of follow, like, in line, like, oh, she released this in 1980, whatever, you know, and just go, like, in order. So, but yeah, mainly off of the comments. Whatever people With Madonna, too, most. you have such
1: a long like, yeah. you have such a long, so like, I'm sure if someone's like... She has like, 70 okay, videos, I don't... Well, right, but it's like, that's what I mean, where it's like, okay, now I'm reacting to erotica, everyone's gonna be like, now do Ray of Light! Now do like a prayer! Now do that! You're yeah. just like, Jesus, I could be doing this for a year. Yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> hmm, but, but not all of Madonna's videos, even though she has probably like 10 iconic videos, 10 to 15 iconic videos, not all of her videos are iconic, so... Yeah, no, know. yeah, she's
1: only had, she's had, a, she's had a, she's had a fair share because she's had such a long career. But yeah, she's, she has a handful of really And I say comics.
0: that as a huge Madonna stan. I'm wearing a Madonna shirt, Desperately <laughs> Seeking Susan Love it. Shirt. Yeah. Learning about Madonna, have you been, been listening to Madonna or is that going to ruin your reactions? So like, are you going to have to wait till your Madonna journey is over before you can then go and just like listen to Madonna's discography, which is quite good, I should add. It is very good.
2: Yeah, um, so... As of now I just I only listen to it when I react to videos because I don't want to go in biased or I don't want to like already have heard the song so like the reaction want to be as genuine as candid so I'm not like listening to anything ahead ahead of time but I'm thinking of doing album reviews um so in that way I'll hear more of her music um and then be able that'd, to that'd be great. you know
1: especially because Madonna uh, Madonna's albums in my opinion has have aged a lot of them have aged really really well Mm. um yeah Hmm.
2: yeah I think that would be like a good way to combat that because yeah I do want to listen to her music but I'm like I don't want to like
0: yeah you gotta wait till you've done till you're done with the the (laughs) videos until yeah yeah you've got some more videos to do you've done erotica
2: yeah, erotica, like a prayer, um, like Justify a virgin. my
0: love like a virgin, material uh, girl. Vogue, yeah. Vogue. You did sooner or later.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which I was kind of shocked was. that you
0: did that one.
2: Really? I love <laughs> yeah. that one. Oh, cool. It was, yeah. Cool. She do.
1: Papa Don't Preach. Oh, I did She did, did do Papa that. Don't yeah. Preach. Oh. Oh, that, that yeah, she's
0: pregnant. Oh, I was like yelling at, at you during that one because you were like, is, <laughs> I don't what is happening? I was, she's <laughs> pregnant.
2: She's pregnant! Know- that she's <laughs> pregnant i don't know if it was like figuratively or like literally I was literally she's literally you know pregnant what, Diana,
1: I, I didn't actually to be fair i actually didn't know i had heard that song for years um and i actually didn't know that it was about a pregnant woman until probably Maybe like ten years ago, which feels like a long time, but because I thought when she said I'm keeping my baby, I just thought she meant like my boyfriend. Yeah, like, that's what I thought. thought. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: yeah, I mean, but no, I a literal I baby, and I was like, oh, no, she's this is pregnant. She's in trouble deep. She says.
2: <laughs> yeah, Ooh, it open makes your sense heart.
0: Now.
1: <laughs> that's a good one. Open your heart. Oh yeah, you haven't
0: a- done open your heart. Open your heart. Open your heart is such a sexy video. Oh, Should such a good next? video. I love <laughs> yeah. that imagery. Although I
1: feel like open open your heart. Sorry. Um yeah, I feel like it's one of those videos where probably at the t- at the time it got a lot of controversy. I feel like it's kind of one of those things now where you'd be like, I oh, just I'm
0: think gonna... that it's a beautiful <laughs> video. It's just yeah, it's a gorgeous um, video. It's, a it's just video. such a cool use of, I don't know, like you're a filmmaker, so I feel like you're looking at these videos differently. The imagery in Open Your Heart, I think is what's so powerful. In, in imagery in a lot of, of her videos, but she was working with great filmmakers. But Open Your Heart is a really good one. Oh, one of my favorites. I don't know that you'll get a lot of other people backing you up, but the video to, of Live to Tell, I just love it. Most of the video is actually not a video. It's like scenes from a movie that Sean Penn was in, oh, okay. but um, so this, but it's actually how she met Patrick Leonard because uh, she was dating Sean Penn. He brought her to the movie set and was like, oh, meet the composer, Patrick Leonard. You guys should meet, um, you know, maybe you can write a song for, the soundtrack or something. So she she meets Patrick Leonard, and uh, they go into the studio, and he's like, "Oh, this is the this is the theme I'm working on for like the film." He plays her the theme for the film, and within an hour they write the song "Live to Tell," which is one of her you know most iconic songs. It's slow, and her voice is low, like Barbara. She almost sounds like Barbara Streisand in some parts. So it's it's very different from you know her Vogue or whatever. But I just love that one. The movie Ball
1: have you gotten any reaction? I'll and I'll go. I'll go and look at some of your videos. <laughs> like, have you have you ever gotten a reaction yet? Where you're just like, I hate this, <laughs> no, <laughs> or like, I'm so unimpressed. What's the big deal?
2: Um, not to the Madonna, but there's been other people that were like, yeah,
1: no. <laughs> oh, you know, it's a good one. Just to keep in mind, you don't have to. Th- um, Straight Up by Paula Abdul. That's okay. a great.
0: Podcast. Oh, you should go on a Paula Abdul journey. Her videos. And there's the not way- that many. And-
1: yeah and the uh, way well just because the way i can't spoil it but just the way that the intro to the video alone makes it so iconic
0: do you you even know who paul abdul is
2: as a 21 year old um i watch i used to watch american idol and that's what i know her from like that's
1: it you talked about that david that's how people know paul abdul this generation yeah yeah, that's how this generation knows
0: paul abdul from american idol but uh But she was very big in in the eighties, and she has some of the most iconic m- music videos. Yeah, had, you could like two, totally like two go on massive,
1: a two massive albums.
0: Yeah, she she was she was very big. She had two massive albums. She has a bunch of number one hits, and uh, her some of her videos are just so iconic, though. So you could definitely go on a Paula Abdul journey when you're done with Madonna. And uh, <laughs> I
1: would say the Janet Jackson.
0: I, Janet that's Jackson. Who literally who I was going to say next, but I'm like maybe those she- three. Yeah, I I saw you reacting to some Whitney, but Whitney's songs are amazing, but her videos are not really iconic. So um, if you're reacting to Whitney, it's going to be more about the music. Uh, Janet has incredible videos. Janet has incredible videos. Those three, uh, those three divas had like these incredible videos in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, like just generation defining music videos. And of course, Michael Jackson too, but Um, anyway, we should probably wrap up (laughs) in, uh, in conclusion. Do you have anything you want to say about Ariana or her ponytail or, uh, anything?
2: Um, Just that she's a queen and she is a great vocalist and she's going to be around for a long time.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. So where can people check you out and watch your videos and stuff?
2: Um, You can check me out on YouTube at Ayana Simone, that's spelled A-Y-A-N-N-A-C-Y-M-O-N-E.
1: Listen to that, y'all. C y m o n e, because I made the mistake of putting s i m o n e and I couldn't find her. So, C y.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Ayana. I hope you'll watch lots more Madonna videos. And oh, oh, take a bow, take a bow. <laughs> so good.
2: I just keep. I want to see down her react to
1: like something take like kind of out of the pop realm. Like I would love to see her react to like a Linkin Park video or something.
2: You know, I'm actually gonna start doing like videos to, like rock. And like just different genres things
1: that you're not I would like, recommend uh this is just my one recommendation uh it's uh in the end by by Linkin Park okay. um which that may seem out of left huge field song. But when
0: I, <laughs> yeah when I was
1: like probably like 10 or 11 they were the biggest rock group like they I think they're, I just read that their album has sold like 20 million copies or something so it's not like a little unknown band you'll you'll get no it.
0: yeah Alanis said is good too Early Alanis said who Madonna actually discovered. We, uh, we can do this her. forever. Let's yeah, look, we can do this forever. We, we probably should stop. It. Yeah.
2: yeah I'll <laughs> sure. definitely, 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 send me suggestions if you if you want. I will definitely do. In it. the
1: end, by Linkin Park, is mine. And, cr- and I, either in the end or crawling, because those. Okay. And I'm saying that more for the videos, because the videos are really good at that. Okay.
0: God, there's so many. Yeah. I'd have to really think about it. I'd really have to really think about it. I forgot um, how great Lincoln Park was. They're fucking amazing.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was so much. fun. Yeah, it was fun. such a
0: pleasure. I will
1: say, Ayana, that you um, did make me slightly more tolerable of Ariana Grande. So <gasps> it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. We it's, gradually ha-
2: it's gradually
1: happening. It's gradually happening. Maybe, but maybe like within her next two albums, I'll be a stan or something. <laughs> uh, we'll
0: see. We'll see if she changes her sound or not. We'll see. Uh, yeah, all see. right. Have a good day. Mwah. Thanks. You
2: too.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, we have to talk about vinyl club oh the right. yeah so we have been li- we listened to uh, Kylie Minogue's flop album from 1997 princess impossible,
1: impossible.
0: princesa imposible <laughs> impossible princess it's
1: very interesting it's it's a, so it's kylie's uh, kylie minogue's most experimental album it's a lot of like kind of how would you describe you're you're always better david at describing okay so what so what i, I want to say
0: about this album impossible princess is first that i see why it flopped one but yeah. two um it was very innovative this was released just a few months before madonna's ray of light album oh and, i didn't
1: actually make that correlation
0: and just uh, a, a year after alanis morissette's jagged little pill so this album sits right between right between Jagged Little Pill and Ray of Light. And it sounds like that. So you can tell, I mean, pop music had changed and Kylie Minogue was, was like many pop princesses found uh, with no place in the music industry because uh, this new sound, alternative rock sound had become so big. The biggest artist on the planet was Alanis Morissette. And this to me sounds a lot like Alanis Morissette. It sounds like a Alanis Morissette album, but with some electronic beats behind it. The electronic sound though, it also sounds like a precursor to Ray of Light. So it's just, it's such a weird album in the fact that it sounds like Ray of Light meets Jagged Little Pill.
1: Yeah, it's very experimental. I will say in Ray of Lights defense, I get why maybe that album was successful whereas Kylie wouldn't be because I think that um, the, th- the cool thing about Ray of Light is that even though it is this kind of experimental electric sound, there's- it still has a lot of like radio songs that could be played on the radio and has like, Madonna just makes those great melodies, man. Um, So in that sense, I get it because it was a lot more... This is a really like an album. This is the type of album that you need to kind of listen to from beginning to end. Um, It kind of has that, like, yeah, it's really that, like, electric indie pop, dark pop type of feel. Um, uh, I I, I liked it, though. It it was was very different. So if you're, like, a huge Kylie stan and you haven't heard it, um, listen to it. It's not going to be the Kylie that you're used to. So go in with an open mind. Um, But it's good. I liked it.
0: That being said, though... Historically, I understand where it fits in. However, I do not. Af- I do not feel like they achieved anything with this album. Like it was a, it was an experiment to me that failed. I don't think any of the okay. songs. I don't think any of the songs come off as hits. I don't think she pulled well, that's what off like yeah, a cohesive like, yeah, sound. Not, yeah. But I also don't think it, they pulled off this cohesive sound. They were searching like, what do you do with a dance diva pop star? Well, we know okay. what we know what happened to some of the dance diva pop stars. They either changed their sound or they fell off, right? So, yeah. so Paula Abdul fell off, The Face of the Earth. Uh, Janet Jackson had to switch to R and B. Uh, also, so Ma- Madonna saying- had to switch to electronica. So this, I feel like she was searching for something new, and but they failed inevitably. So they this failed. for you
1: is more like a A for effort. You can appreciate that she
0: tried something different, but you didn't care for the results. I don't, I don't care for the world. I won't be listening to this album again. Okay. Uh, I, I could tell, I think I would tell people to check it out only to understand, sort of to understand how pop music had changed in that year. Like 97 is so, gotten. is so weird. Like it's such an interesting year and to release an album at all in 97 is, it's kind of a gamble, I want to yeah. say. For me, this this fails. Obviously it, it failed but uh, commercially, but I do feel like the reason it failed commercially is because they failed to, you know, either come out with a sound that was gonna make a difference. I don't know. I wonder if it had come out a year later, if this had if they had waited for Madonna's album, if they had heard Madonna's album before they released this album. They might have understood where music was going a little more, and I don't know. It's it, I'm gonna have to defund this album, but oh, I okay. but I understand. I think it's a very interesting time capsule for '97. What does an artist you know, do, that's good,
1: David? I didn't actually even think of that when I heard that album. So actually, you, that you gave me like a different perspective. Not not like you, you you didn't make me like like it less, but I mean, you did. That is an interesting perspective.
0: Well, I also understand then why Kylie disappears for for six years or whatever. You know, like why she went from being like a pop princess to then sort of going away for, it seems like she went away for half a decade. She didn't because this, this album came out, but it was, it was a failure. I mean, what do you do? Well, she also said recently that, um, that she,
1: I think that kind of tarnished her because um, I remember in an interview semi, maybe like a two or three years ago where someone said like, Oh, you should do something experimental. And she said, I did that. And you guys didn't like it. And she already
0: said, and she said that she
1: would not do another
0: yeah, I feel that. I understand. So it is what it is. And, uh, and, and that's, that's all that it is. That's, that's all I can, all I can say about it. David that. is defunding. I'm defunding. You're defending?
1: I'm defending. Yeah. I did like this album. I think it's, I think, uh, I mean you and you're kind of on the same page in that it's definitely worth a listen. And I just, I think she gets major credit for just experimenting with something different because this was not a safe album for her.
0: I think it's worth a listen academically, but I can't defund, I can't defend it. I can't defend it musically and tell you, Oh my God, listen to this album. It's so good. So I can't, I don't feel good. Defending it, I'm, I'm therefore defunding it, and saying okay. that if you want to know more about 1997 and the change in in the diva sound that happened between Alanis Morissette and uh, Ray of Light, then you could check out this album because it fills in all those pieces for you. But I don't think that's you know most people don't care about that, so I'm going to defund case this album. Yeah, it's a case study, and the sound of Britney Spears uh, in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> means that it is that it is uh time for our upcoming diva of the moment who is having a moment in the moment we are having right now. And that diva is Ella Henderson. Ella. Oh, yeah, and her song Dream on Me. Check it out. And uh and yeah, we've just got a couple episodes left this season. Follow yeah. us, like, subscribe, review us, and we'll be yeah. back uh with some cool guests in the next two episodes and we'll have the big diva of the year award that everyone is waiting for. So, uh, have a good week, Danny. Bye.